what's up what's up it's your girl just be real and welcome back again glad to have you here i know it's been a while i've been a little off but you know i'm back i got more content more creativity and more conversation enough of me chatting let's get real what is going on my great people i hope you guys are ready we are in september Bro, I feel like August just had a flyby. I was like, y'all, I'm going to stop by real quick, say what's up, and I'm out. Like, that's really what I felt like August was. Ironically, I feel like August is normally longer, but I don't know, for some reason this year, August was like, yeah, I ain't got time for y'all, and I don't, I don't blame her. But, um, yes, the last we had spoke, it was like, what, a week before my birthday? Y'all, um, it, but it's still Virgo season. So I want y'all to think, I don't care for this September. I'm still celebrating my birthday until Virgo season's over. That's always been me. But I mean, as in like fully celebrating my birthday, I normally do it from the 26th to the 31st, those five days, and just let it ride out because my birthday's at the end of August. So there's no point in just celebrating one day. And the irony is my birthday fell on a Friday this year. So it's kind of dope. So um i had a great time i spent time with my cousin we went to vegas it was literally a last minute trip because i didn't want to be you know home because i was stuck home last year for my 30th so that was i mean it wasn't a drag i mean it was a decent birthday but you know what i'm saying like i just wanted i'm so used to traveling for my birthday um that i just you know what i'm saying my birthday is a very big thing for me um if y'all don't know Uh, So I really celebrate myself and literally because I'm always so selfless and always worrying about somebody else and always, you know, pouring into other people and supporting people that one day out the year. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how you feel. It's all about me and I make it about me. And I guess people are so not used to me doing that. It'd be like some people be feeling some type of way. So um, I will say true colors were shown last Friday, but we won't get into that because we won't be on a higher note. But I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I got to spend time with one of my sorority sisters that's, you know, from out there. My cousin, if y'all don't know me, I am a extroverted introvert. I prefer close settings and intimate, intimate settings and intimate, you know, uh, memories of people. Um, and I really feel like it's not a lie when they say that as older you get, the less people you care to want to celebrate more big moments with. And I felt my birthday was one of those moments. And it literally was perfect nice vibes nice energy so shout out to my cousin jasmine shout out to my sorority sister kelly for you know showing us around and you know hosting us on my birthday that friday y'all i had crawfish for the first time bruh i ain't gonna say they all that but i could see you know what i'm saying how you know they they a big thing in louisiana for me it was something i just wanted to branch out and try something new but that wasn't that bad you know i, I try to fake like i knew what i was how how to eat them whole time I didn't know what I was doing but the point is I tried them and I and I enjoyed it um so I went to Vegas it was hot as Hades um one day was like 109 degrees child when I say that sun wore me out there was even one night my cousin and I was in bed by 8 30 and literally didn't wake up till the next day like that sun is no joke I don't know how people do it on top of us trying to adjust to that three hour time difference that was wicked as I don't know what the fact that our flight came in late, so by the time, like, so when people were telling me happy birthday on my birthday, it was 12 o'clock on the East Coast, but it was, like, 9 o'clock on the West Coast. So, like, literally, I'm like, I yeah, why are people telling me happy birthday? It's still the 26th. But technically, because a lot of my friends, of course, because I'm from the East Coast, it's 12 a.m., so they telling me happy birthday, and it's just, it was just like, what the, it was, when I say a time warp, time warp. But... For all who showed me love, who poured it, show love, poured love, you know, told me happy birthday, had post. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and you know, I share my birthday with some pretty dope people, as I've said last year. Like, you know, you got people like Mario, Mace, Yolanda Adams, um, downtown Julie Brown, Shonda Rhimes. You have um, freaking who else? Oh, Savannah James. First of all, have y'all seen her, Bruh, The way she slayed. Go off. Nonetheless, and then one of my also favorite people that I love sharing a birthday that I say is a birthday twin would have to be Demetria McKenney. Love her daily. Um, so I, I, I that birth that day, August twenty seventh, some heavy hitters was born on that day, <laughs> myself included. But um, still Virgo season, still rocking out, still enjoying. But it's great to be home. Great to be back in my solitude, cause baby, my battery has to recharge. But as I said before, people's true colors shown. And it was some real life, like, aha, eye-opening moments. I feel like I have those yearly, but it's like you really learn seasonal between lifetime. And like how Medea said, sometimes you get them seasonal folks messed up with lifetime, but whole time they just branches on the tree, but they're not foundation roots because they always got to be seen. And baby, she was never lying. So that brings me to today's topic, which is called scars. Yes, scars. Y'all know I like to, you know, be in my little Maya Angelou type vibes, you know, a little something, something, you know what I'm saying? But scars is an acronym for, you know, sincerity, compassion, accountability, remorse, and solace. So yes, scars. And I feel a lot of us, I think normally a rebirth or as they say, a Saturn return happens on our birthdays or, you know, the, you know, the day of our birth, whatever. And I feel like we normally have within those 364 days before that 365th comes back around again, full circle. It really has us put us in a different perspective. Like I can honestly say the scars I had at 30 are not the same scars. They they probably are, are there, but they're not as much of a trigger or as noticeable for me because I've let it heal. I've learned to heal. And one thing Auntie Tab said, some people can't be around you because of your healing. Okay, do y'all hear me? Some people can't be around you because of your healing. The way that you heal sometimes disrupt some other people's demons because they want to heal as such, but have yet to do the work to get there. And there was a few people on my birthday that showed me that their healing isn't where it needs to be. And in reality, as long as I kept in communication or had ties to those individuals, God was never going to bless me with the blessings I need. And I'm, I'm going to say that for y'all for another day, but, um, some people really will block your blessing because God showed you who they were on several occasions. And as much as the scars have been there, you've literally allowed them to reopen the wound where there really can't be a full scar healing because you're constantly allowing them to be in a space that they're not welcomed in because some of us are no longer in the spaces we were. And therefore, the people that we have around them are not meant to be in that next space. So you can't elevate. Like when they say, oh, yeah, you can you can't throw my past in my face. You know, that's like robbing my old house. I don't live at that address no more. Some people you're bringing to the next address who are supposed to be left at the old address. You feel what I'm saying? So it develops scars because it's not like, hey, the wound never happened. Excuse me, but it's a reminder that you're healing and that, you know what I'm saying, there at one point was an open wound. But now, you know what I'm saying, That's it's just a scar to remind me. That's where I was. Here's where I am. 
And I think it's important to understand scars because it applies to us in the physical sense, as well as us to the philosophical and the mental and emotional state as well. And um, we'll start with sincerity. Um, given the definition of, and I'm gonna give you the definition of each of them as I break down and discuss it through this podcast, but sincerity, the, the quality of being free from pretense, deceit, or hypocrisy, the quality of being free from pretense, deceit, or hypocrisy. Now, sincerity is something I value very greatly because if you're not sincere in whatever you do, what are you doing it for? You know what I'm saying? So if there's no sincerity, let's say you've wronged me or I've expressed to you in a way where I, I'm disappointed in your behaviors or addressing you because there's something within me that bothers me and, and triggers my emotions. If there's no sincerity in the conversation where you truly care to listen or care to take heed to what I'm saying, then there's no point of us discussing it. You feel what I'm saying? So I will say there was a conversation I had with an individual where I expressed my disappointment. The person took it however felt they, they, they wanted to take it because within themselves, there's a healing they haven't done. So me addressing it must have been a trigger for them because their healing wasn't in place for them to understand and fathom the perspective I was coming from. So they don't only have yet just a narrow-minded view, but they don't have a point of view where they can put themselves in my position. Now, first of all, in my mind, I'm going to say this, y'all. <coughs> Excuse me. It's selfish as hell, in my in my perspective, selfish as hell, to try to make it about you on somebody else's day. If I tell you I'm not entertaining you because today is my birthday and it's about me, and you constantly put it about you, you're selfish. And that just shows where your healing is because you're not able to step outside of self to acknowledge and be like, yo, Jess, you know what? I understand how you're feeling, but today's your day. Let's pick this up on another note. Like, today's about you. When people are not able to recognize the their their I won't say wrongdoings, but recognize the how insensitive that type of dialogue is, and not able to realize like, yo, this is her day. Maybe this is something she wants to talk about, but right now it's about her. Let me let let her know it's focusing on her. It just shows like, yeah, we're not on the same page. You're gonna have to just be, you know put on the back burner or I'm gonna have to separate myself because the places I'm going, I can't deal with people like that. But yet and still you're a seasonal person I try to keep around for a lifetime and lifetime is not what your expectancy was supposed to be. You see what I'm saying? So there has to be some type of sincerity. When we're talking to scars, think of sincerity because a part of healing with a scar is sincerity. There has to be a part of you where you're free from the pretense. You, you're free from the deceit, which means I'm not getting no blinders where I'm getting blindsided with BS on my birthday because you feel some type of way, but you was just singing my praises the other day, which now is hypocrisy because at this point, you don't know if you coming or you going. You don't want to know. You don't know how you want to feel about me, but whole time, it'll tell the truth because you clearly been holding it in this whole time where now here we are. You feel what I'm saying? So sincerity, compassion, compassion is sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. Sympathic, sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. Compassion is important in scars. Sometimes we're not always able to relate to say, hey, I know exactly how you feel. But I can understand where you're coming from and how you're feeling. I can show you that sincerity and compassion to why you feel as strongly and avidly as you do with your feelings. Because 
I, one, care for you as a person. I, two, have concern for your well-being and your mindset when it comes to sufferings and misfortunes. So one of the, one of the people, I won't say their name, tried to give me something that I feel was so not compassionate. Um, as y'all know, I've stated before, my homegirl, her name is Shay, whose birthday will be next month. Um, as I told you, she has passed away because she committed suicide, right? And the bond we had was super close. If there's something that you give me and you feel like you may have been in the right mindset to gift it to me on my birthday as something of something you know I do daily. So I don't know if y'all know about me, but I'm a bookworm. So I read books avidly like I'm an avid book reader um I'm a black girl bookworm listen child I'm going through Sora Cicely Tyson's book 400 page book child probably would take people like weeks if I was to be consistent the way I was like I probably would have finished it in a week because it's 400 pages but like literally a chapter a day and there's like 25 chapters I've taken over a month to read it but it's so good I want to really absorb the history and the knowledge so this person gifted me an item that had my friend's face on it, along with my grandmother. And it's just like, in your mindset, if you know how much that pained me and you supposedly had compassion at the time when it happened, why would you constantly want to give me a reminder of the person on a bookmark in books where I'm trying to literally lose myself in to not be in that space? Like... People really don't be thinking, y'all. Like, people really be so about self and thinking, like, oh, this is what it is. And by the way, to say this in the least, I feel like this was a half-assed type of gift or gesture in my mind. Because I feel like the person just rushed it to say that they did something and didn't put real thought and logic in it to be mindful of the emotional stance of where I'm at. Because low-key, I'm still grieving, even though it's been two years, because... There's a history behind that that I, I will will share for another. Well, if you listen to the old podcast, you'll understand why when I did for her birthday last year. But there's a sensitivity with me that still strikes a chord. Not saying it's a trigger, but it's like it's too, too sensitive. So I feel like the compassion wasn't shown as well as these other individuals who didn't show compassion on my birthday. And I just feel like that's important because if compassion's not involved when you're dealing with scars and healing then you'll always have a miscommunication. You'll always be misunderstood. You'll always take things personal and feel like it's an attack because you know within yourself you're not delivering what needs to be delivered in the right form or fashion. So we got sincerity and compassion. We'll get to A, accountability. (laughs) My favorite one, y'all. Accountability, you could probably ask any of my friends. This is so sidebar, but ask any of my friends. Accountability probably comes out of my mouth at least five times out the week. Not even going to lie to y'all. Like, I talk about accountability so much because through my journeys going into my 30s, I've literally had to learn to hold myself accountable because a lot of situations that have happened, yes, there's people things that people have wrong and done me wrong, but I also have to take part of what did I do to contribute to the factor of things being the way they are. So accountability, an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. An obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. Accountability. Literally, it's in the whole thing. Account. An account does what? It holds. It holds your money. You have a bank account. It holds your money. It's, you know, it has some type of structure where it's standing on. 
ability. The ability means to be able to do something. Hold yourself accountable for what you do and how you do it. And I think that, again, it comes with healing and growth and knowing oneself from where you were to where you are. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect and I'm still a work in progress, but I'm very, very far removed from who I used to be at least two, three years ago, even last year to where I am now. Holding myself accountable this year for my birthday to be able to get to, to, to heal that scar was knowing I literally was overextending myself and supporting people more than I was able to receive. And instead of just cutting them off, deal with them accordingly. As Amanda Seals would say, leave niggas where they got you fucked up at. Period. That's really where it comes down to. Like, leave niggas where they got you fucked up at. And, and at that point when I realized, and I think the epiphany was my birthday, was whole time, the, the people that were removed, and I want, you, I want to be real clear with this. Okay, so y'all can hear it here first. And let and, and because I credibility on my name, I ain't worried about it. But let anybody, I let people tell whatever story they want to tell, but there's has yet to ever been a person who's removed me in their life that I wanted to go back to. It's always me doing the removing because I'm such a genuine dope person and I know my vibes. If I don't converse or if I don't kick it with nobody, it's because I removed you. Because you literally did some stuff to me that I literally want no part to you. That I'm like, nah, I'm good. I, I, I don't want none of that. So for me, accountability is big because I had to hold myself accountable. Like, yo, Jess, you was allowing a lot of shit slide that you know you don't deserve. But then now you're mad about the situation. But you literally allowed this person in your space and allowed them to do what they do. That's why they're comfortable doing it. The bullshit gifts or gestures people were trying to give me, I called them on it like, bro. And I'm not saying material things are everything, but you know the effort you give when you put some thought behind something and the logic. Like, I'm a thoughtful person. Before I do anything, say anything, gift anything, there's a logic behind it because nine times out of ten, I have a reason why I'm gifting you what I'm gifting you. And I want y'all to know I'm not no, no cheap person because I gift the way I would want to be gifted. Like, I would never want to be shortchanged. So I don't shortchange nobody, especially if I say I claim I really rock with you. So... A lot of what people were doing when I was mad about the, the gifts they were gifting me for my birthday this year, it's not because they supposedly didn't put thought behind it, which I feel they didn't, or because, you know, it was, you know, the small things, because I'm not saying the small things count too, but when you know you support people and have been there for people and they try to shortchange you on some bullshit, it's like, now nah, I'm going to call you out. But they only did it because I allowed them to do it prior. So now it's like, I got to hold myself accountable because I allowed it to be something and didn't speak up sooner. You see what I'm saying? Like, so people are going to only treat you what you allow them to do. People are going to do what you allow them to do. And they're going to only treat you how you treat yourself, which made me realize I was shortchanging myself because I was allowing stuff within myself where I wasn't giving myself the proper gift of accountability where I'm taking responsibility for what I'm allowing, but I can't get mad that I'm allowing it because at this point, if it happens, it's because I opened the gateway and the door for the person to think that it's okay for the mediocrity. Now, baby, now I let you know about yourself. You question because at this point I feel like we're grown. So I feel like adults know how they move. 
you know how you move and you know how I am as a person because we know I literally, like when I tell people all the time, I move like the G in lasagna, I'm silent. I don't have to talk about you to discuss it. I don't have to sit here and bash and do some, some thumb thugging stuff on social media. Baby, let me tell you what my line is for the rest of 2021 and, and from here on after. Be well, be blessed, and be blocked. That's it. I don't have, I'm not going no further with you. I'm not going back and forth and have a conversation with you. You ain't, nah. It's just not happening. That's not energy I'm exhorting. And when I exhort that energy, it allows you to think that you're okay to go back and forth to, to go ahead and, and be in my space. Leave people where they have you messed up at and then take accountability for why or ask yourself why they did what they did and what did you allow for them to feel that comfortable. So once you take that accountability aspect as, a, as yourself, but also when it comes to other individuals, when they need to take accountability for how they, how they move in and say, oh, yo, I'm wrong. I did this. I did that. It's a different scenario. Like another person did some tripe stuff where I don't know how you can see in your mind is accurate, but how are you going to put yourself before the birthday girl for a birth, the birthday girl's trip and then half behind it and then give a sorry behind apology and then your actions, which everybody say actions speak louder than words, your actions show that you really don't give a fuck because the energy you've shown is real like, eh, I dropped the ball, but it is what it is. Like, nah, bro, that's not how we rocking. So what do I say? Be well, be blessed, and be blocked. So we have sincerity, compassion, and accountability. Remorse. <laughs> ironically, remorse is coming after accountability. And when I just told you, I got that sorry-ass apology. Remorse, deep regret or guilt for a wrong committed. Deep regret or guilt for a wrong committed. A lot of us don't show remorse. We can apologize. We No, we could, we could say sorry, but there's no remorse for it to be an apology. Y'all get what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying sorry, but sorry is just to saying I'm saying it where it's, it's possible it can do again. Do you know what I'm saying? So this person said, I'm sorry for dropping the ball for your birthday. But to me, it went through one and not the other because you're not apologizing because there's no accountability behind it. There's no compassion. There's no sincerity. So there's really no remorse. So how much do you really think I'm going to be able to receive that? If there's no remorse to show that you really care and feel some type of way. Because you wronged me and there's a deep regret to feel like, yo, I fucked up. Like, I dropped the ball. Like, sometimes remorse is something that is really, I can't say it's taught, but depending on your moral character, you're going to feel it automatically. Like, me, I could be an empath, even though it's surprising to many, but I literally turn it off because some people aren't worth my empathy. Some people literally will cry wolf for attention where they... Feed off of your remorse because they know you're a person has that has a remorseful you're a remorseful person, which means you have a moral compass that always is attentive to others' feelings and emotions. And some people really play on that. So you have to be mindful of the remorse that you're you're giving. But if you know you did some grimy stuff to a person, word is bond, you should be real remorseful. Especially if it's somebody that you claim that you care about. Like, and I, I'm doing air quotes when I say care, y'all. You care about. There has to be some type of remorse because how is there going to be true healing if there's no true regret or a, a guilt because you know like, yo, I crossed them the wrong way. And now this might cost me a bond that I'm not willing to sever at this present moment. Like, 
there's another person who literally has no remorse for me. I feel it's a fucking facade, but that's their business, and I don't deal with them. Like, as I've been also saying, do what you do away from me, okay? Because we're healing over here, and we're trying to put some cocoa butter on these scars so they're not as visible, even though we know they're there. But you over here trying to make sure the scars visible and, like, have Negroes bleeding and stuff constantly. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. So, the person who's remorseful, I feel like for them, it's a... It's a coax to try to invade and intrude in your space because they're not in a healing space given their situation. And at this moment was Friday when I had the aha, like, yeah, you're a trash ass person. You say stuff because you would, you flash a smile and act like you care, but there really is no care. But you want to know what got was the gotcha gotcha, which made me realize what it was. You literally will listen to the negative before you do the positive and want a response. And, like, you got to watch out for people who are like that. Like, they literally have no remorse, but they focus on the negative, but try to make it seem like it's remorse. And they try to flip it, and it be on some like, what are you trying to do here? Too much confusion. So, I feel like you have to have remorse for yourself and for others. Because, again, this applies, like, scars applies to in all aspects of life. As you move through life, you have to be mindful of how you deal with things and deal with people because some things that you might feel are remorseful, you got to understand the person and how they'll receive it. And for me, it's simple, like apologize and really be sincere, but your actions will say you're remorseful before your words do. And your energy will tell me you're remorseful before your words do. Because as I always say, energy don't lie. People do. Okay. And bring us to the last S, solace, comfort or cons- consolation in a time of distress or sadness. Comfort or consolation in a time of distress or sadness. Solace. I feel like, again, sometimes solace is needed because I don't know if y'all know me. I'm a very to myself person. I'm a private person. My friends tell me this and my family, because I literally will not hold it in, but I'll give you what I want to give you. And when I'm ready to divulge it, you'll know. But the thing is, it's my solace where it's a comfort for me because I you can't tell everything to everybody. Let's be real. And some people literally are out here to use it against you and throw it in your face off the strength of them having the ammunition to literally keep it backed in their pocket like tuck tuck. And like shoot and fire when it's necessary. I've learned that the hard way because why I've had scars of people who've done that. And a time of distress or sadness, I feel like for me, my birthday is a celebration because I don't know if y'all know, like my grandmother's birthday is 15 days before mine. That was like my best friend. I grew up with my grandmother. And it's it's a bittersweet moment because as I get older, the more I understand or instill in her. But it's also a time of sadness, too, as well, because we normally used to celebrate our birthdays together. So it's imperative for me to have solace um, when you're dealing with scars, because a part of healing is understanding, you know, I I, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when a baby bird first fly, it's not going to always, you know, get it right the first time. So it might fall, but that's what the, the the mother bird is there. And it's like, you know what? I'm here to pick you up. I got you. Let me scoop you up real quick. And sometimes you just need that comfort to just know, like, 
In my time of distress and sadness, you got me. You're here to pour into me. You're here to fill my cup and not just take from it. You know what I'm saying? So that's a part of the whole healing process. But then again, it comes with your inner self and your inner workings to know, hey, with these scars, with this sincerity, this compassion, this accountability, remorse and solace, what am I really trying to heal and how am I going to make it happen? How can I make this scar still be there? Because we're not going to act like it never happened, but coax it a little bit where it's not as visible to show like I'm not in that same damaging spot I once was in. And I don't allow people to sit here and give me scars that are unnecessarily, you know, being appeared in life. Like healing is major. And don't get me wrong. I think we all, I think every black person got that knee scar I don't know how we did it, but I feel like it's like if you wasn't born in the 90s or before, like you, everybody got that knee scar from where? I don't know, but everybody got one on one of their knees. It's like, you know how you got that scar. You know where it came from. But at the end of the day, you don't want, you're not paying attention to it as much because you know that happened in the past. You know that that scar is going to forever be there, but you're going to try to coax it to not be as visible because listen, I don't want to constantly revisit it. That's what scars is. That's what healing is. We've all probably had, my mom has a cesarean scar. Does she look at it daily? No. But when the time she does reflect to look at that scar, it's a reminder, I brought life for my child. My child came to this world. This is what that scar is. I gave life to a child where it was one of my, my major blessings. My, you know what I'm saying? It was one of my little angels that I've always prayed for and wanted. Given, yes, it was painful, but at the same time, it's a remembrance to say, I don't got to look on a regular basis, but I know what that scar represents and what it means to me. Some some scars are beautiful scars. Some scars are hard scars. Some scars are just regular scars that are just unintentional scars. Like, I want y'all to know I'm a klutz, okay? I will trip over my own two feet if you allow me. Only my real people know this and now y'all know this, but, like, I'm, I'm goofy. So, like, sometimes I trip over myself or I do something stupid and not paying attention and there's a scar. Like, for instance, there's a scar on my right finger, on my knuckle to be exact, that... It'll probably never go away because I had to get stitches in my finger. But the point is, I know how I got that scar. And I got that scar because there was a literally a glass that broke and sliced my finger open. And I'm going to make this a whole analogy. Y'all know how I do. That glass that had that hairline crack that I wasn't paying attention to. And that's hot water because if you don't wash your dishes in hot water, I'm worried about you. But that's another discussion. Hot water literally caused that hairline crack to literally expand without me paying attention and I'm washing the dishes trying to clean it out to make the, the, the glass crystal clear for me to be able to know that it's clean. Once that crack had enough pressure of that hot water to go ahead and, and, and bust open, it sliced my whole hand open literally to the white meat. I was bleeding uncontrollably nonstop in my apartment at the time. And I'm thinking I could just put a bandaid on it, but the cut was so deep I had to go to the emergency room. But if I had paid attention a little better to realize that there was a, a crack in that glass, I probably could have avoided this scar being on my finger or on my knuckle where I had to get stitches for it to be repaired. So that's just like how it is what we are with ourselves when it comes to healing. Sometimes we're like I have that hairline crack in our glass because we're so transparent and so visible to the eye that we're not paying attention at ourselves that we're literally cracking apart where there's enough pressure and you put enough tension on that crack, it's going to bust wide open. And before you know it, people are getting, you're getting injured or people are getting injured unnecessarily because you weren't paying attention. 
be aware of your scar. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of what you have around you. Because even though it might be seem so clear and there's nothing wrong with it, there probably is something, lo and behold, underlying that you're not addressing that needs to be addressed. This scar will never go anywhere. At the time, my ex-boyfriend was uh, in sports medicine, so he took out the stitches without me having to go to the hospital to pay an extra how many uh, hundreds of dollars to get it removed. But you know what I'm saying? It's going to forever be in the memory. So that's a scar that'll never go nowhere, but it'll mean something. I don't know if y'all know. Also, I have a scar under my left eye. I was two. I was busy, not paying attention once again, running in the house, ran right into the dining room table, hit my face, hit my eye, literally have a gash under my left eye. To this day, there's a scar still there and busted my whole eye open. A scar that's not as visible because of my face and because it was, it was, you know what I'm saying? I have a routine where my, my moisturizer for my face and stuff like that. So it's, it's starting to literally visibly, it probably over the years have, has faded, but you can still see the dent of where exactly where it happened. Some scars are able to be coaxed where it's like, Hey, you know, I know you was there, but because it's not as visible, I ain't got to focus. And then there's other scars like the one on my finger was like, you're never going to go anywhere, but it's a reminder, but don't let that reminder constantly keep you trapped in a spot where healing is not a part of your, your, your day to day. You know what I'm saying? Scars are going to be scars. But again, if you keep those acronyms of sincerity, compassion, accountability, remorse, and solace in the process, All's well that ends well, period. And that's just what it is. But just know that your scar doesn't define you. And you can look at it as a beauty mark. You can look at it as a time of reflection. Or you can look at it as it being the worst thing of your life. But you make that decision. But again, have compassion for yourself. Be sincere. Sincere about how you feel, especially with other people when you do the wrong. Be sincere with your intentions with them and how they're feeling. But also be sincere with yourself because you can't lie to yourself. Your energy not going to lie to you and let you lie to yourself. And if it do, that's another discussion for another day. But be sincere. Don't contradict in your actions, whether it be with self or others. Have compassion. Show there's some type of concern because, you know, misfortunes happen on a day-to-day. Like, currently, we just had Ida. I'm sure lives were lost. I'm sure... With COVID, we've lost somebody, at least know somebody who lost somebody through this whole pandemic over this almost, what we're going into, two years span. You know, have some some type of pity. Not saying you have to have a pity party, but have some type of concern to, towards somebody else and their misfortune. Accountability. Take hold of the reins of what you play a part in and hold people accountable for what they do as well. Some people don't like being held accountable, hence why when they remove themselves, they're going to try to place it back on you to make you accountable for something that they did. And it's like, nah, beloved, that's not what we're not going to do. But when you're aware of yourself, accountability isn't hard to be able to acknowledge because remorse will always follow that accountability. There will always be some type of regret to say, hey, I could have done this differently or I should have done this differently or I see you, I acknowledge you. And then there will always be some type of solace because that comfort will seal the deal to allow you to know, hey, no matter what, no matter how, I got you like I got myself. And that's all there is. So make sure y'all are mindful. Be conscious of your scars. And that's really all I got for y'all. 
Fall is approaching. Hope y'all got y'all fall fits ready because I know where I'm at. The weather's already changing and I'm over it. But you know what? I'm kind of happy because I kind of am ready for the fall fits. You know what I'm saying? But it's still Virgo season. So as of right now, we just going to let it rock out um, and be great. I will say um, Friday, well, not Friday, Thursday was my uh, sister's birthday, Miss Selena Johnson. So shout out to that other Virgo who just had a birthday pass. And today... Y'all might not care. It's my little pumpkin's birthday. My fairy goddaughter, Joelle, her second birthday. So happy birthday, Jelly Bean. Um, so yeah, it's Virgo season. And as long as it's my season and y'all listening to this podcast, just be real. Y'all better be out there being real. And that's all I got for y'all. I will check y'all next time. It's going to be all right, y'all. Just healing. Healing for me is so major right now. And scars are going to be scars, but they don't define you. See what I'm saying? I will check y'all next time. Enjoy y'all Labor Day weekend. And I send y'all nothing but love and light. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. But what I always remind y'all is be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. Love y'all lots. Be best.